0: The Big Fight Weekend Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is brought to you in part by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and now they're offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP20, to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you in part by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for instant deposit matches up to 50 bucks. That's ThriveFantasy.com. Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP.
1: The countdown is on to fight time. This is Big Fight
0: Weekend. Now, here is your host, TJ Reeves. Yes, indeed, we are off and running with a highly anticipated World Lightweight Unification Head. Call it the Undisputed Championship between the Sally Lomachenko, who has three of the belts, and Teofimo Lopez, the IBF. 135-pound champ, world lightweight title fight. We're back in here on the preview podcast on Big Fight Weekend to talk more about it, make some predictions, get some analysis, get some on-scene intel as well. I am merely the somewhat lucid host of the podcast. He is senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com, and all-around good guy, Marquise Johns. Weak sauce, we're both in a bad mood. We should say this up front because the Tampa Bay Rays, our baseball team, have blown a three nothing lead in the series. It's now three to two against the Houston Astros at the time we're taping, and the Astros have won in the bottom of the ninth with a home run. We're trying to be professionals. We must persevere on. Am I am I correct, Marquise? We gotta be pros.
2: We had to be pros about this, TJ, but man, this, this bullpen <laughs> stings, I swear. But it's, nonetheless, TJ, I, I've been watching ESPN all week, and uh, I, it's, it feels good to watch ESPN and know that there's a fight going yes. on. Like a big one at that. we
0: here to talk some boxing and here to make us feel even worse, probably even though I can't see him wearing a Houston Astros hat because his guy, Dusty Baker, <laughs> is the manager of the Astros, is the T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show heard five days a week out in Las Vegas. Go ahead, go ahead just pour it on pour I'm, gasoline on the fire
1: i'm not the gloater i could have swore you said you didn't want to talk about it but since you opened that I door a uh, little trivia question here guys uh who's the only team in major league baseball history that leads off with a leadoff homer today george springer first pitch of the game last pitch of the game walk-off homer carlos correa You're talking about ever? Today. You're talking about. In the history. In the history of Major League Baseball. How
0: is
1: that for Yeah,
0: the playoff game. I I do not not want to talk anymore about the baseball. We want to talk some boxing. And TC is there, as I mentioned, on scene in Las Vegas. Lomachenko Lopez week in full progress now. They've already had, at the time that we're taping, the final press conference. They've got the weigh-ins coming on Friday for this. You're such a great one to give us the analysis. And we realize it's been a bizarro year in 2020. Uh, Las Vegas really on mostly you know, lockdown. Some, some people allowed to go some places. There's not going to be very many people apparently at this fight. We'll get into this in a moment. But set the scene for us. What, I mean, normally this would be bonkers. Huge uh lightweight world title fight would would have a sold out 15,000 seat uh MGM Grand Garden Arena instead it's going to be in the ballroom of the convention center but set the scene give us further intel and detail on what's going on here
1: well this is unusual and you know Bob Aaron reluctantly you know didn't want to do this fight without having a live game we've talked about that before you know hence why we're not going to see Fury Wilder in December, which we had talked about just, you know, a few months ago, that this probably was not going to happen. And we got confirmation from Bob yesterday and had him on my show and he said, yeah, it's uh, it's not going to happen. And uh, you know, this situation is, you know, he's losing money. They're not making money, but the bottom line is it's basically on free TV with ESPN. So that's the win-win right there. As you know, top ranking ESPN, you know, signed that deal a couple of years ago to bring fights to ESPN, ESPN plus, so espn basically is is sharing actually there's you know they're mailing in the freight here uh you know paying the purses and, and that sort of thing and uh it, it's great that fans are going to be able to watch this fight on national television or worldwide television on espn on saturday night that's the beautiful thing about it uh the thing is also that this is probably the most anticipated fight that we've uh you know we're going to see this year and um uh, you know with most fighters saying hey Uh, You know, I need my full paycheck. I need uh, fans in the stands. Promoters saying, I need that live gate, like the $17 million live gate that we saw with Fury Wilder 2. This is rare that we're getting this kind of fight uh, without fans and on free TV. But all that being said, yeah, it is strange. Um, you know, The, the, the fighters are, are currently quarantined right now. The staff is going in tomorrow morning for the weigh-in. Every, everybody has to be locked in and quarantined at the MGM. Uh, they're eating there, they're sleeping there, and uh, basically can't leave until Saturday night or Sunday morning. So it's very, very strange. Very few media personnel are allowed into this. Uh, they have to be quarantined themselves as well, too. So it, it's it's very strange. So that's uh, the situation—it's not really receiving the hype because of that. Because, as you know, we usually see the grand arrivals, we see the press conferences, and and, and all the shenanigans that go with it. But yes, uh, ESPN has done a pretty good job, as Marquise pointed out, uh, of giving us the press conference and some behind-the-scenes stuff. But but still, it does not feel. Like this is a mega fight in the fight capital of the world this week.
0: Mm, interesting. Marquise, uh, you know, just to piggyback on what TC said, it is a really good thing that this is on ESPN basic cable and everybody can see it Saturday night. But there's another school of thought that Aram understood and ESPN understood that a pay per view might bomb. It might not do very well, might not be well received, there'd be blowback. Where do you come down on that? How much of this is giving back to the fans? How much of this is realizing that during the tough economic times you were going to struggle to get fifty nine ninety five, whatever you're going to charge for Lomachenko Lopez? What say you?
2: I think TJ was that, going to be on free TV, is what Bob Emery- actually. At this point, is recanted and made good on at this point. He's been making uh, the media calls uh, talking about this, uh, being on free TV and pretty much blasting Eddie Hearn uh, and everyone else and everyone else who's charging for fights all, across the pond because they're having the fights on Sky Sports on their cards or being on pay-per-view. So he wants these on, on free TV. I think it's great on, on that aspect. I will admit TJ if they were able to make a gate money on this fight card like it was planned back in March at Madison Square Garden in front of 17,000 folks screaming for Lomachenko and Lopez it would have been on pay-per-view but since right. it can't cuz the times here we are Hey
0: and I know TC you so wanted to jump to in, in on that point yeah. yeah go ahead
2: Yeah so you got to remember
1: okay this was never a pay-per-view option because of the contract the top rank has with ESPN so the only other option was ESPN plus which as you know is is 5 bucks a month so mm-hmm. that's where that would come in at. So the pay per view was never a thing. I asked Bob that yesterday. We, we talked about this, and he basically said we could have gone ESPN Plus, but and he goes probably you know just as many people. You know, got to remember, seventeen million people have ESPN Plus right now, mm-hmm. so uh, it's really not that much of a difference. But uh, again, UFC is going ESPN uh, Plus, you know, for their card on Saturday night, and uh, basically uh, Bob Arum and Top Rank. Uh, they basically had the choice which way to go. And Bob chose, hey, we'll, we'll go free TV and then UFC and Dana White. They're going to ESPN+.
0: Gotcha on that. Again, the voice of T.C. Martin in Las Vegas. It's our Big Fight Weekend podcast previewing Teofimo Lopez uh, challenging the unified lightweight champion Vasali Lomachenko, the much more uh, polished and tested, at least on the biggest stage, Lomachenko, who has three of the belts, Both guys have been on the shelf for this entire calendar year, so that's an interesting aspect uh, of this. Okay, I'll put it to both of you. TC, let's start with you while we have you here for a moment. How much do you think ring rust will factor in here? Last time, Lomachenko in the ring August a year ago, so working on now 14 months of inactivity Lopez fought a two-round fight, a knockout in December of last year, working on 10 months of inactivity. Is that a concern, TC?
1: I don't think so. With Lomachenko, I mean, he is in the best shape of of any boxer that we've seen. He's such a tactician. He's such a smart fighter. And the way he trains and everything, he's basically ready for everything. He's fought, you know, a myriad of different type of fighters. Uh, As far as Lopez goes, you know Lopez is younger. He he doesn't have you know quite the experience uh, that Lomachenko has. And you know there, you know I believe I think there are a lot of people that believe there are some chinks in in Lopez's armor. Lopez is a great fighter. He's a younger fighter, and much is made about that. That he's probably a stronger fighter, a uh, taller fighter, and, and probably has a little bit more power. Uh, but I, I don't think that the ring rust is going to uh, affect Lomachenko. And you got to remember, you mentioned that fight where uh, Lopez fought in December. that was against uh, you know, Richard Comey, and he basically he dusted him within a round. I mean, that fight didn't even last a minute. You know? So uh, he really didn't – he had a walk in the park you know, pretty much in, in that fight. So I think that uh, that's really not going to be a factor. I think this is such a great fight to watch and to predict uh, because you do have you know, some different styles. you got that classic you know, boxer, counterpuncher versus a guy with huge power one guy a little bit more experienced than the other. So I think that's what people are going to lock
2: into and is going to make for a great fight.
0: Marquis, same question to you. Ring rust a factor, do you think, or not a big deal?
2: Not at all, TJ, not with these guys. Uh, One of the biggest, most overblown things I remember when this fight was uh, pretty much even hinted at late last year, guys, was the age of Lomachenko versus the age of Lopez, Like as if, Lomachenko was like in his walker somewhere, but he's only 32 (laughs) trying to fight in the ring. That was one of the most ridiculous things ever. As TC mentioned, Lopez is the younger guy. The one thing I always thought was interesting about this fight was not when it was going to happen, but what happened in the landscape of it. I remember talking to Lomachenko on the media call afterwards, TJ, asking him after this fight, win or lose, was he going to go back down at back to 130? Because he is for 135, a small guy. And he mentioned to me flat out, uh, he'll, he'll be the great Deion Sanders line, I'll make a business decision when I'm when, I, when that time is right. So I'm really intrigued on how that plays out after this after this fight as a whole because I really think Lomachenko as a whole, and I think it's the reason why they franchise them with this whole WBC gimmick with that nonsense is they franchise him to protect him from actually facing anybody else in this, this weight class in, in the event that he does move back down.
0: Yeah, he won the franchise, the WBC belt, last August, beating Luke Campbell. Obviously, hasn't fought since then. They've since had a Devin Haney WBC world title fight, so he's got a portion of it, too. Although, Aram and the WBC have gone on and on to say that, that Lomachenko is the 135-pound champ, and this is essentially an undisputed uh, championship fight here against Teofimo Lopez. A couple more minutes before we let TC scoot on uh, here with us. Um, I, I got another subject uh, that I want to cover. Lopez's dad. I mean, this has always annoyed me all throughout sports. the the little league The little league dad, uh, the dad that always complains here and there. The dads in boxing that want to talk about what their sons are going to do, and a lot of times they're training him in the corner. I'm tired of hearing. About Lopez's dad saying what Teofimo Lopez is gonna do. Last I checked, he can't it's not a tag team match. This is not Bret Hart uh, and the late Jim, the Anvil Nightheart and the Hart Foundation. TC's a wrestling guy, so is Marquise. We're not talking about tag team with Lopez and his dad here. His dad can't take a punch for him, can't throw a punch for him. TC, I'm over it here. I'm I'm sick of hearing from Lopez's dad a couple of days out.
1: Hey, I'm I'm I've been sick of this for decades because we have we have seen this before with the father son combinations, uh, you know, through the past few decades in boxing and there have been some, some decent ones, some good ones that uh, you know, but you know, you go back to Zab Judah and you talk to his dad and, and that you know I talked to Bob about this exact same topic yesterday he said that was ultimately the the, the worst you know and because of that that you know we had the melee you know with uh mayweather in in, in judah but yeah we, we've seen that uh, in the sport of boxing unfortunately uh, where, where the dad tries to overtake the son and the funny thing about this is is that when you go way back you go back to two three years ago when lopez senior basically kind of was in awe of lomachenko and Went up to him, and and the first time they met, or he went up to him in a a hotel uh, uh, lobby in New York City, and said, "Hey, you know, boy, hopefully, you know, my son can can fight you one day." And this is when his son was, you know, just done with the Olympics and that sort of thing. And Lomachenko gave uh, Lopez Senior this this eye, like, you know, basically was saying, "Like, what are you talking about? You worked (laughs) your way up the ranks before you come and talk to me." True story. Right. And then. From that moment on, that's when Lopez Sr. said, well, this guy's kind of a jerk. I really kind of looked up to this guy, and my son looked up to this guy. And then when they would, would see him again, it was the same type of thing. And it wasn't until they both fought in the undercard, I believe, at the Garden, that Lopez Sr. just said, you know what? I, we're, we're done with you. My son going to kick your ass and just went off on him and this and that. And then Top Rank got really mad. And I'm saying, because you remember Bob Arum, Top Rank, represent both fighters, says, you can't come at Lomachenko. We'll give you a shot to fight him, but you can't insult him and, and, and cause all this stuff, this, this uh, fodder that now we're having to put out fires with. And that actually got under the skin of Lomachenko. And Lomachenko is calm, cool, collective. But there is a side of Lomachenko that is pretty upset with, with Lopez yeah. Jr. and Sr. And mm-hmm. if you go back to that, that, that night at the Garden, Lopez Jr. went off on his dad behind closed doors and said, Dad, you can't do that. Let me handle this. And then before that, uh, you know, their last fight, you know, uh, he goes, hey, you got to go do something spectacular. we got to make sure that we get this little Machinko fight. you got to go take care of Comey. you got to take care of him quick. And Lopez Jr. says, I got you, Dad. Yeah. And now he's got his back. And now since that point in time, Lopez Jr. has been firing off at the mouth just as much as Pop. <laughs>
0: And I saw, and TC, I saw at the press conference, we all saw this, that I realized there's a language barrier somewhat because Lomachenko, Ukrainian, does understand some English, speaks a little bit, uses the translator some, but he kept looking at Lopez with the look. This was my read. I want both your comments on this, Marquis, you too. The look was kind of like, you have no idea what you're in for. That's what the look looked like to me from Lomachenko, just watching him look at Lopez like, you think you know what you're about to get in the ring with or what you've watched Watched on TV or tape, but you don't have any idea what you were actually in store for trying to hit me and trying to stop me from hitting you. That and 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 maybe he's going to do that Lomachenko and then glare at the dad while he's doing it. I don't know. We we'll, we'll see. But that was that was my read on watching Lomachenko's body language and that look or maybe it was a little lost in translation like uh like what uh Bill Murray and uh uh what scarlett johansson maybe it was lost in translation i don't know maybe he just didn't understand the questions i don't know tc help me i,
1: I don't know if you're going to start using phil murray uh you know quotes and says, stick to caddy yes right. okay let's go let's, let's <laughs> cinderella right anyway, story
0: yes go ahead.
1: <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty much exactly uh you know, what i was saying is it, it, lomachenko has had that 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 mojo towards the uh, Lopez senior ever since they, they first squared off against each other. So he's carried that over and that's been very, very consistent. So I think that's exactly, you know, what you saw interpreted that way, that he said, you know, this guy really, he respects Lopez. Don't get me wrong. But if you, if you go back and you know, after uh, Lomachenko's last fight, he asked, they asked him, okay, so who do you want to fight in which order? And he didn't even mention Lopez. And it was, and if you remember, there was a shot there where there were three guys that, that he named, and he named one guy twice because they wanted to say, give me your top three. <laughs> he refused to Lopez. So that's the way Lomachenko Machenko operates. And he's a funny guy. He really is. He's kinda, you know, he's kinda subdued. He's he's kinda like the Bryce Harper, you know, in a sense. He kinda has that look and that glare, and he kinda has that, you know, audacity, you know, and that cockiness to him. And he's not gonna come out and, and spit bullets at you, but just, you know, underneath his breath, he's you know, he, he's going to give you that evil look.
0: Again, T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show in Vegas with us for a couple more moments. Marquise Johns here, senior fighter, uh, senior writer, bigfightweekend.com. Do you agree on the dad angle here, Marquise, and are you over it like T.C. and I are?
2: I am, actually, T.J. and T.C. Well, my thing with the whole uh, press conference yesterday that you mentioned T.C., T.J., was that... Loma was just pretty much just staring either in the space or staring through the <laughs> people Loma- <laughs> Lopez yesterday. And it, it was kind of to the point where it was like, all right, either he's trying to mind read him or he's doing something like from the X Men where you do like the whole like, meal like psychic power kind of thing. Because <laughs> it got to the point where it's like Joe Tess would say something and either, it, as you mentioned before, it did get lost in translation or. He had to relay it back, or or just say whatever. But then again, for Lomachenko, Lomachenko's not one of these guys that talks talks junk. And that's the one thing Lopez has been doing literally since day one of this fight was announced. So I, I just think he's just going to keep keep it silent, keep it stoic, and let all the, the old cliche let the action talk for itself in the ring, kind of deal. Fingo.
0: I will say to the audience that Marquise and I are going to make our predictions coming up in a few minutes. We're going to let TC get out of here first, though. So that means you're up, big boy. What happens in this fight? Uh, Come Saturday night, MGM Grand Convention Center, the Vegas bubble of top rank. Biggest fight to date that they've had in the bubble. One of the biggest fights remaining in the year. World lightweight unification title fight. The veteran Lomachenko, the upstart, big punching, unbeaten Lopez. Give me a prediction. What happens?
1: First of all, I'm going to say this. Anything, you know. It wouldn't surprise me either way if, if Lopez pulled off an upset here or Lomachenko, you know, you know, wins any way possible. It, none of this would surprise me because you've got two fantastic fighters here. I am going with Lomachenko for the reason is I love the experienced guy. I love the tactician. And again, I, I just believe that Lomachenko with his angles and his unsung punching power that a lot of people forget about uh, can do a lot of damage to Lopez. And because That you have a guy who just seems to be, uh, you know, maybe, you know, a a little bit inexperienced when it comes to these huge fights like this and is a little bit over emotional. And that's what I see the Lopez family, both father and, and, and junior here, is that Lomachenko could really frustrate you as the fight goes on. And I could see Lomachenko putting him away later in the fight. I could see Lomachenko really dancing around, winning some close early rounds, 10 9. But remember, guys, Lomachenko has been down before, okay? And, and, and pretty recently, too. Just because he goes down doesn't mean, okay, it could be lights out, you know, but he does keep his hands down. He could feel the power of Lopez, so that could have an effect on the fight. But big picture for me is I just think too much experience, uh, and I think that, you know, he's had plenty of time to prepare for Lopez. He's seen him up close and personal. Like I said, these guys have been on the same cards, you know, two or three times before. So I like Lomachenko. I will add this. And uh, if you want to say breaking news or whatever, but uh, I did get some inside information mm. earlier today. Mm. That, uh, Lopez was in weight cutting mode today, so a week or so ago he said, "I'm coming to Vegas. I'm chilling. I'm gonna do this." Well, today, guys, he need to cut some pounds. So I don't know what's gonna happen to the weigh-in tomorrow. Right. I'm sure everything would be fine, mm. but not a good sign as we're you know within 24 hours of trying to weigh in this guy was on massive weight cutting mode today
0: well and and that's for stamina later on is the point that you're making that if this thing gets to a seventh round a ninth round uh that's where that's going to come into play let's see or even make weight or even make weight and have to come he, back right he's in been
1: struggle. heavy he's been heavy the last few weeks yeah
0: All right. So we'll see. Keep that file that away. This is why we love T.C. Martin out there in Vegas, brother. I appreciate it. I know you made time for us here uh, as we uh, solidified a a time to be able to record with you a couple of days away. We're anxious to watch all of this happen. You're there. We are we are jealous about that. I know it's limited on who can get in there, but you're at least around it on the periphery in Vegas. And uh, and we always appreciate the insight of one T.C. Martin, sir
1: you got it guys hey appreciate you you guys as always marquise the real mj and tj anytime <laughs> anywhere enjoy saturday night from a distance and uh maybe enjoy your rays if they see if they can pull this thing yeah, up yeah we're going to have one eye there on go, both man. of those and hopefully
0: hopefully the rays are done by saturday uh as well follow him by the way at tcmartin21 On Twitter, tcmartinshow.com is how you hear him if you're not in Vegas local. Hear him anywhere, anytime, including the podcast versions of the show, the replays. tcmartinshow.com covers it all from college football, the NFL, the baseball playoffs, and the boxing especially. We love it. TC, brother, thank you. We appreciate it.
1: You got it, guys. Let me throw one more thing since you mentioned the website. Up on the website right now as we speak interview that I just recently did with Sean Porter at our Friday home in the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Showtime Sean Porter, talking a little bit about this fight and uh, what's coming up next uh, for him as well as his expense to the Garcia fight. So maybe you a good listen if you want to go to the website and check that out. Always great. For the show
0: love, love it, love it, love it. Marquise and I are back momentarily to make more predictions and some betting breakdowns as well for this card and everything else that's happening this weekend as the Big Fight Weekend Podcast rolls on. But first, let's talk more about our friends at MyBookie.ag. Winning season is here, and that means the NFL is in full swing, and it's your chance to win big, and there's no sweeter feeling than watching your team come roaring back to win in a game that puts cash in your pocket. So whether you're a first-time player, a veteran of the game, you're taking the underdogs like on this show, siding with the favorites, there won't be a better time to get in the action than right now with MyBookie and our promo code SGP20. Because you use that promo code and you get a free $20 wager right now with your first deposit for anything in their sports book. That's right. my bookie is giving you a chance to make your first ever bet with them for free on us with the promo code SGP20. Of course, the NBA playoffs have concluded. The Stanley Cup playoffs have, conclu- have uh, finished up, concluded. Baseball headed to the World Series. Bet on that. Uh, bet on college football, the NFL, even the presidential election All of it, uh, you can find it all at mybookie.ag. And remember, uh, everything that you're betting on, you can enhance it with our promo code if you're a first-time better. Free $20 bet. Just use our promo code SGP20. So it all begins today. It's exclusively at mybookie. Just remember, it's winning season, baby. You bet, you win, you get paid with mybookie. And the promo code is SGP20. We're also brought to you in part by Thrive Fantasy. You want to come prop up with Thrive Fantasy this season as it's a daily fantasy sports app for player props. And with, with Thrive, you eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If you're playing NFL Thrive Fantasy, choose 10 out of the available top 20 player props and build your lineup. Uh, If you're using something like Major League Baseball or eSports or something else, use five of the ten available players for that week, and each prop is assigned a fantasy value for the under or over, based on how likely it is to hit it. If you hit the most props, you rack up the most points and get a prize pool. And Thrive has paid out over $50,000 already in guaranteed weekly prizes. They've awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes so far through Thrive. And you can use our promo code SGP when you sign up and get an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit. So if you put $10 in... Then Thrive's going to give you $10 more to spend. Same thing if you put $50 in. Up to $50, they'll give you $50 on the initial match with our promo code SGP. Again, check out all of these player props. A couple of the ones that stand out to me. Again, there's only 20 of them to choose for, but one of the ones that I was liking a lot, Phillip Rivers in the Indianapolis game with Cincinnati, is uh, 1.5 is the under and over on touchdown passes. I like the over in that one. For them to bounce back and bash the Bengals who are bad. Give me Phillip Rivers over 1 and a half on the TD passes uh, for games this weekend. And I liked another one, uh, Daryl Henderson, my Memphis Tiger, the running back of the LA Rams playing that Sunday night game at San Francisco. He's got a half point on the under over on touchdown scored. It can be either a rushing touchdown a receiving touchdown. I'm playing the over. I think he's going to get one. He got one last week against Washington, the Washington football team. Daryl Henderson, running back, Rams. Give me the under over. Give me the over total on that one. Uh, and how about Mike Evans, my Tampa Bay Buccaneer wide receiver? Very intriguing. Five and a half is the under over total against the Packers on his receptions. The Bucs top receiver has had some games where he's basically only had one catch or two catches. Had, a, had what, a five-catch game the other night against the Bears? Five and a half, maybe, right at the number. I might go under on the catches for Mike Evans. We'll see for this week. He's been very productive with touchdowns, though. Six of them on the year for Mike Evans in the Packers game. Again, this is what you do on Thrive uh, Fantasy. Go to Thrive Fantasy, sign up for free, go into the props lobby, and pick out uh, 10 of these under-overs that you like to get into the contest for thousands and thousands of dollars. And again, your initial sign-up will be matched by our friends at Thrive Fantasy, SGP is the promo code. They'll match you up to $50 on your first deposit. So download the Thrive Fantasy app right now in the App Store or uh, the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. Visit their website for more information, rules, etc., thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today with Thrive Fantasy. And don't forget, promo code SGP. It's Thrive Fantasy, and the promo code is SGP. And if you've ever thought of owning your own sportsbook but you didn't know how, Ace Per Head is here to help you start it up. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive, professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wagers graded immediately. They've got top-notch customer service going 24-7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry, and plus... Ace Per Head also has live betting and a great mobile experience. You can get started today. Ace is offering six weeks free, by the way. Go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP to find out more. We're back on Big Bite Weekend. Now, here's your host, T.J. Reeves. Come back in once again with the senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com. He is Marquise Johns. Follow him at Sauce Radio Once more, our thanks to T.C. Martin. Love mixing it up with him. Again, it's got to be odd. He has been through the whole pandemic saying to us how bizarre it is, Marquise, to walk around the Strip and around Vegas, which normally at all hours of the evening, the afternoon, the middle of the night, has thousands, if not tens of thousands of people, and it's basically been a ghost town Uh, and on a fight weekend like this, they would typically have hundreds of thousands of people uh, congregate and be around a a massive championship fight. Just not the case. We will get the fight. So we should be happy with that in the top rank bubble, but it's just, it's just different. Welcome to 2020 right here.
2: Absolutely. And it's interesting TJ that the fact that this, these fights are still going on in this bubble shows when we're, we're slowly letting fans in piece by piece I just, I just found it really a bizarre situation mainly because there's no crowd and yeah. they've been trying everything they can to make, you know, that fan experience. I mean, with the exception of uh, the the cardboard cutouts that other sports are using, they've been putting <laughs> pumping in crowd sounds and using app sounds and people putting their sounds in via app, you know, every, everything online to, you know, to generate that that atmosphere of, of people being there. But at the end of the day, there's still nobody there. And you can hear the echo, and you can hear the fuds. It's, just, it's, just, it's such a. It's,
0: As TC a alluded to, and we've written written about this on the site. They're going to have about 250 invited guests, which are primarily like first responders and people that Top Rank wanted to say thank you to in and around Las Vegas for helping them with these shows. Those people will all be COVID tested and quarantined if they haven't been already. On Thursday and Friday, they will be uh, to make sure that they are able to be there and inside the convention center ballroom and the bubble. Uh, for the fight here along with the fighters so let's wait and see um, uh, you know what kind of atmosphere there will be because again this is a an anticipated fight was supposed to have been at Madison Square Garden in May it's been delayed and so now we uh, we will get it in October uh, as it unfolds what do you make of the tip that he gave us on the podcast at the time we're taping that Teofimo Lopez may have an issue with getting down to 135 in this fight what do you make of that
2: that's always a bad sign, TJ. When it, you have people issue, having issues with people struggling to make weight, or you're coming cutting cutting it real close to weight time uh, in terms in terms of getting it to the actual main event of fights, because at the end of the day, that will always and it always shows up, TJ. When fights go to the later rounds, and especially like the championship rounds, where the fatigue will set in. Yeah.
0: And we'll see if that's the case for Lopez. Again, at the time that we're taping the podcast, and you may be hearing us later on Friday or Saturday, we don't know. Did he struggle to make weight? Was he a couple of pounds over? What are the ramifications? That kind of thing. We will find out. All right, so we will see on that. Uh, For our friends at the Sports Gambling Podcast, we tip our hat and say thank you to them uh, being part of this, and and we remind you again that you can find us uh, through sportsgamblingpodcast.com, their network feed of shows, whether you found us through a social media link. Subscribe to the podcast. Just look up Big Fight Weekend as the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. But our guys at Sports Gambling Podcast are interested in our breakdown. Let's let's go at it. We'll, We'll get to the main event in a second from an undercard fight that has some intrigue this involves edgar berlanga a fighter that has won all 14 of his pro fights all in the first round all by first round stoppage or outright knockout Uh, And he is fighting a guy, very interesting, Lanel K.O. Bellows is the opponent here. Berlanga is heavily favored in this eight-round super middleweight contest on the undercard. Marquise, you would say this is the most intriguing, prominent fight on the undercard of Lomachenko-Lopez is this Berlanga-Bellows fight. Berlanga, minus 7,000 to win the fight. As I mentioned, 14 consecutive first-round knockouts to uh, start his career, and he is, uh, it's, it's interesting, plus 120 to score a knockout in the opening round. So if you bet 100 um, a, a bucks, you would win 120 on a first-round KO. Those numbers go way up. Uh, once you get to the second round, it's plus 250 Marquise. Once you get to the third round, it's plus 550. So most of most of Vegas right now with the wagering, I'm looking at the My Bookie odds. They don't believe this thing is going to go long. Can Lanell KO Bellows hang in there when Berlanga's knocked everybody out in the first round? What do you think?
2: I think, TJ, and I'm looking at the same thing that you are looking at too with My Bookie, the odds on this. If the odd, I think, that they have Berlanga insanely favored i think negative negative seven thousand to win this fight which which is obviously a, a, minus a to stay away minus from. 2 minus
0: minus two thousand to win my knockout or tko at some point in the fight so vegas believes this is a knockout if not in the first round can ko bellows who's got a couple of quality wins on his resume can he hang in here with this knockout guy
2: Absolutely, TJ. I think Lionel uh, K- L- 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 Caleb Bellows, our buddy, uh, Antoine, uh, who was on with us recently from Go Promotions, Antoine Williams, uh, that, that's his guy from Mayweather AW- Promotions. Yep. And the one thing with Bellows that I've seen in his last few fights, and he's been fighting recently in Vegas on the, some of these Samstown undercard shows out, out there on out in Vegas. He can survive a couple of rounds, TJ. And the last fight he was in, in fact, he was knocked down twice, got back up, one in the third round. So this is some of the things that he's does where he he's he's gaming up and can survive at least the first round of this fight. I think Berlanga's gets KO strict of ending a TKO ones TJ, I think does end with this fight on Saturday.
0: And the record, I think uh, you looked it up and had it in an article on BigFightWeekend.com, I believe, is 26. I think it's 26 knockouts in the first round in a row to start a career. I mean, that's that's remarkable. That's that's also a lot of bad competition to have it 26 times. 14 is enough to say, okay a lot of those are suspect fights if everybody's getting knocked out. Let's see what happens. That's on the undercard eight round super middleweight fight. Uh, between that one all right so let's get into lomachenko lopez prediction time for you and me here on the podcast we see on the vegas odds for this one that as expected lomachenko minus 400 to win the fight you can get teofimo lopez on my bookie and at most places either plus 300 plus 350 to win the fight couple of props that are interesting for uh, for this one. Lopez to win by knockout is plus 550. Lomachenko to win by knockout plus 210. Intriguing that Lopez, I mean, that might be worth a wager there if you're thinking Lopez can land the big punch, that he's plus 550 to win by knockout at any point in the fight.
2: Absolutely, TJ. And actually, what what TC predicted, he thinks he's going to have Lomachenko uh, either by late stoppage. I'm actually going the other way with this, TJ, in terms of to make any money on this, you got to go with the underdog. And for some reason, still, TJ, as we get closer to this fight, Lopez is still like a three to one underdog. That's pretty good money on a fight this magnitude. And if he's going to win this fight, TJ, he's going to stop Lomachenko. That's just the only way. This isn't going to the cards. If it goes to the cards, and we, we've written about this at Big Fight Weekend with uh, Tim Cheatham and Julie Letterman and, and and whatever they do in these bubble shows, screwing up <laughs> the everybody. The judges. Right, right. The, 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 the fix will be in for that, and, that, and if that happens, you put, you put the house in, in the kids on Lomachenko on that part of it. But for Lopez to win this fight, he's going to have to stop Lomachenko, and that's the way I see it on that.
0: All right, and so we'll make a little prediction here. You, you can already tell that I was saying this without saying it earlier in the segment with TC. I think Lomachenko handles him. That look, to me, was as much... Hey, I've been in there with world-class fighters, four or five of them. I went over to England as the villain, as the bad guy, and I dominated mm. Luke Campbell and won this WBC belt, and he wasn't ready for me. And and Lopez, you're not ready for me either. You don't realize you're not going to be able to hit me. I'm going to frustrate you. I'm going to score to the body. I'm just I'm, I'm going to make your life miserable with fast combinations. I'm going to wear you down. That's what I think happens here, and it's either, uh, as TC was saying, either a late-round stoppage or an easy decision win. I'm going with Lomachenko. Are you countering that? Are you thinking Lopez, maybe?
2: I am thinking Lopez, TJ, only because I think at some point Lopez finds some way somehow to catch Lomachenko. I don't know what round it's going to be. It's going to take him at least the first half of the fight to figure it out because Lomachenko's going to use every angle possible to get to him. But I just think at some point, Lopez lands this right hand, and this is going to change the altitude of the fight. Mm. And the big comparison that he always go back to, TJ, is the one loss that Lomachenko had against Salido. Lopez is not Salido. I think this is just, a, just going to be one of those fights where I think the the age of Lopez and the the, the youth of him is just going to just find a way just to catch him with power more than anything else.
0: And it's a good point that he is younger and bigger. But again, Lomachenko, far from out of his prime at 32 years of age. Come yeah. on. Uh, yes, on guess. that, And you mentioned the Salito fight was Lomachenko's second professional fight and his only loss. And he's had ever since then, he's had now nine straight title fights, all with victories uh, since getting a world championship belt around his waist and now has three of the lightweight title belts at 135. So uh, there we go again. ESPN will televise, not on pay-per-view, not on the plus. ESPN will have this as the college football is winding down late night, Saturday night, probably around 11, Eastern Time, something like that. Adjust your time zone accordingly. I'm anxious to see what happens. I've been I've been joking in other places. You know this, Marquise, I will be working the Saturday night, Alabama, Georgia uh, college football showdown uh, to take place in Tuscaloosa. Uh, without nick saban who tested positive for coronavirus so american college football if you're listening to us internationally is huge it's a huge game so i'll be working that game on national radio as it's ending these fighters should be getting in the ring at some point post game of that alabama georgia game i'm anxious to see what happens my friend uh in this one and i think a lot of the country will migrate over as the college football is ending and see this lomachenko lopez fight it'll be a good thing it'll boost
2: espn's audience Absolutely, TJ. And the one thing I've realized with, with just promotion of this fight, just leading up to it, is like ESPN has put as much as they can promotional-wise into this, which is something they haven't done for a lot, and I mean a lot of fight cards. Right. And it's it's great to see that though having that they have, they having have a decent football lead in for it. I, I'm and and for the most part, the one thing that most of these ESPN cards that usually start on ESPN, TJ, there's always a college football game that's going to overrun, that's going to have <laughs> these things jumped in progress. Like even the last fight last week with Navarrete beating uh, Ruben Villa by points, the the college freaking Georgia Tech and Louisville uh, was thirty <laughs> thirty two minutes over. So it, none, there's no be none of that hijinks going on with this fight card. So we get to see the whole fight card on ESPN proper, start to finish, no gimmicks, yep. no. No apps to log into. Just find a nearby cable home or your local your local restaurant to watch the fight that will have it on ESPN because Did every you, restaurant has that
0: as well. Uh, you've been lobbying on social media. You got some suggestions. Did you come up with a favorite wing sauce for your chicken wings to watch this fight? Are you gonna go with like uh, the the sweet barbecue? I, I love I love the garlic uh, lemon uh, the garlic parmesan or the lemon pepper rub on on my. Did you come up with a wing sauce? Because you're looking for a wing sauce to go on the wings and enjoy some Lopez Lomachenko. What'd you come up with? Anything yet?
2: Of course, of course, TJ. You know, wing sauce needs need some wing sauce. So yours truly <laughs> on on Twitter. Was looking for the wing sauce and you recommended it on Twitter. If you can follow me there and you can, you can follow that, Fred. The one thing I saw that, that everyone recommended to me was either Frank's uh, sweet Thai chili, which I will admit isn't pretty bad, and uh, someone overseas in the UK recommended to me a, a, a Alabama white wing sauce, which I thought was pretty good. It's pretty much a. <laughs> wait, a, wait, a, wait,
0: You had to have a UK recommend on an Alabama white wing sauce? You could, That needs more explanation. What's up
2: with that? I uh, don't even know what you're talking about. What is up with that? Uh, Oh, TJ, chicken wings are worldwide, man. When you when you look for a wing sauce, you just can't just go just you know to continuous. But you're getting stains. a
0: recommendation from Europe on an Alabama like as in as in Roll Tide wing sauce. Come on.
2: Yeah, apparently it's a It's a it's a Roll Tide kind of wing sauce. And I will admit, some parts of Georgia has this thing. It, it's a it's 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 pretty similar to a Georgia white wing sauce too, where it, it's pretty much a. a <laughs> a barbecue queso kind of flavor, and that's kind of what the ingredients were, were because it's like garlic powder and, and, and parsley. No, it's for, I, I got to run to your local grocery, get, get to uh, there chop we go. it up. But All right. I'm running with that. That, that admit, uh, second place was that garlic parmesan rub I thought was
0: really there good, it. actually. All right. We'll have some of that for the, uh, for the fight. Let's hope that it lives up to the hype. Uh, again, it will be intriguing. With there'll be some limited fans there, so maybe some atmosphere in the bubble. Most of these fights have been in virtual silence, as with the artificial noise, like you were talking about. Let's see if it has some atmosphere. Uh, We'll see if that is the case and see if Lomachenko. And again, you talk about the rich history of the lightweight division. We have not done that very much on this podcast. But when you're talking about Roberto Duran, undisputed lightweight champion, great lightweight champion, Hector Camacho's name uh, comes to mind. Remember, Oscar De La Hoya originally started as a lightweight uh, champion before uh, moving up. There have been some great lightweight champions and undisputed lightweight champions That is on the line for either Lopez or Lomachenko. I believe it's Lomachenko. Interesting that Weak Sauce thinks that it's uh, Teofimo Lopez that's going to pull this way. You and I are against each other a little bit in the prediction here on this coming up. Uh, We we will see. All right, final thought. Go ahead. Final thought before we have this one. Go ahead.
2: Absolutely, TJ. Just on on the undercard as well, the one fight that was scrapped because of COVID, uh, because he caught it, uh, Clay Collard was supposed to make his uh, uh, ring debut again in in a rematch fight. He's instead is facing a Quantavius Cash. That fight's going to be interesting as well because uh, Cash is more of a boxer to a uh, Lavalius uh, that may, that may match up pretty well as well in the undercard. Didn't also, I see? Also wait funny. a minute,
0: hold the phone. Didn't I see the opponent? Uh, Quincy Levayas is also COVID positive, so it's completely off. So, so oh. not only not only was Collard not able to fight, and Clay Collard had won five fights this year and had won three fights in the top rank bubble, and we were interested to see what he could do. He's got coronavirus, but the guy he was going to fight separately has it too, and so that that is a total uh, just uh, Chinese fire drill on trying to figure out who is. Who else can fight on the undercard? They may just end up being one card, one fight short on the undercard for this. So how about that? I'm breaking news to you. TC's breaking news to both of us. I'm breaking news to you. And I guess it's a perfect segue that they need to read up on all this stuff on BigFightWeekend.com because we cover the breaking news, previews, recaps, historical perspective. We have it all there, do we not?
2: Absolutely, TJ. Uh, BigFightWeekend.com is your source for all things news past, present, and future. We'll keep up with everything that's going down. Any future fights that are coming up, any ones that are uh, worth mentioning that are good, you know. I mean, nothing against uh, Demetrius Andrade facing the uh, <laughs> formidable uh, huh. Dusty Harrison. Uh, Harrison here, but you know, real fights that come on down the line. We keep those up, up, up to date on those at BigFightWeekend.com as well as the history segment because there's a pretty much a, a pretty good list of. Uh, of uh, historic fights that are coming yes. up down the line TJ, as
0: well we have great fun with the historical we talk everything from ali and frazier uh, you know we recently have had some other interesting ones uh, they were re-showing the prior Arguello fight like we were talking about last week on the podcast we wrote about that one when it happened uh, you know, yes, uh, it's it's amazing. The 30th anniversary of Evander Holyfield winning the heavyweight title is coming next month. When he knocked out Buster Douglas after Douglas had beaten Tyson earlier in the year, and Holyfield beat Douglas with one big punch to KO him, and Buster Douglas, about 20 pounds overweight, laying there on his side uh, with a busted nose after Holyfield dropped him with one big right hand. So be it. There you go. Evander, 30, that's 30 years ago. 30 years ago we did that. So we love the historical perspective. But again, we write in advance or uh, recaps of fights, etc. BigFightWeekend.com. And one more plug. In the coming weeks of the podcast, um, we've got a couple of humongous fight cards on Halloween. One of them back in the top rank bubble with the monster Naoya Inoue from Japan, the unbeaten Bantamweight world champ. You talk to the opponent... From Australia, Jason Maloney, one of the Maloney twins that will be fighting him, will have that interview on a subsequent Big Fight weekend podcast in advance of that Halloween night fight. And we also have caught up with Leo Santa Cruz, the four division world champ who's fighting Gervonta Tank Davis. That also, Marquise, as you know, on Halloween on October thirty first. Alamo Dome, San Antonio with fans, probably as many as 10,000 fans can be there in that uh, spacious Alamo Dome for that fight. So Leo Santa Cruz coming on a subsequent edition of the Big Fight Weekend podcast in the preview mode. So the fans need to lock it in, subscribe to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, find us as well through the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows, because we got some great guests coming up here. We love it.
2: Absolutely, TJ. No, we got we had some great challenges coming up uh, on down the line, and then I can tell you, just speaking with Maloney, uh, Maloney's tired of hearing about the monster for real. Like he really is tired <laughs> of hearing about that, and he's and he's all. Well, guess really what? Willing
0: to he's going to keep hearing about him till the fight starts, <laughs> and then he's got a whole tougher challenge than just hearing about him. He's got to take a punch from him, and the dude yeah. can fight. The dude's got big time punching power. Not well known in the United States, but he's the star of Japanese boxing right now. The monster, in a way. So. Good luck, Maloney. But we'll hear that interview that you did with him, and good job scoring that uh, with the Australian. I think we're about done uh, here. Lopez, Lomachenko Saturday night on ESPN. We'll be recapping it when it's all said and done. I look forward to talking with you more about it on a subsequent big fight weekend podcast. Thank you, Marquise Johns.
2: Thanks, DJ. Good to be on as always.
0: There you go. Follow him at Week Sauce Radio. Thanks to TC Martin in Vegas, TC Martin Twenty One T- on Twitter, the TC Martin Show. On uh, social media and online, he's on five days a week. uh, and He did a great job helping us preview this fight. I think it's Lomachenko, so did TC. Marquise thinks it's Lopez. Let's see what happens. We thank you for being with us. Enjoy the fight on ESPN Saturday night. And thank you for hanging with us here on the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. Bye.